Good morning, everybody. How y'all doing? Welcome to Good Vibes with Jason B. A Broad Minds and More podcast it is Monday. It is, what is it, June 20th or something like that? Or shoot, I don't even know what day it is, but all I know, oh, June 18th, that's right. Um, I just want to get started. Um, it's Monday. Exactly Monday. How many things we said were going to start on Monday? Um, I have a friend here on Anchor who stated that she wants to start being positive or not complaining or whatever on Monday. Well, today is that day. If you said you were going to start working out today on Monday, let's start that day. If you said that you were going to stop doing certain habits or, or in creating new habits, if you said you were going to be a better, start becoming a better person on Monday, today is that day. Mon- we have put you, we we all have set that plot point on Monday, but I want to challenge you and push you and encourage you to start. It is Monday. If you said you were going to diet and eat better on Monday, then start Monday. But if you didn't and you said, I, I need to do this, I need to do that, I need to live better. I need to go after my goals. I should go after my goals. I could go after my goals. You've already said the words. You've told the story. Now you just got to fulfill it. You know, I've heard way too often here on Anchor listening to people saying of how hard they are on themselves and being so critical on themselves. I've, I've even said it myself. I'm I'm not, you know, shy of that. I, I've done it. I've said it myself. Um, Father's Day was was pretty okay with me. I got to see, you know, my two of my kids, and um, I just I enjoyed the little bit of time that I had with both of them, and you know it. It wasn't as magnificent as I wanted it to be, but um, still, nonetheless, it was a good day. And um, there's some pretty hard choices that are in my way that I need to take care of right away and be more assertive and be more affirmative. And um, I've decided to do it today. I've put on this, I don't know, facade that saying that well once I get this I can can do this I think we've all said that at some points in our lives and that's why we've created Monday Monday is just it's just a name it could actually be Tuesday or Wednesday it doesn't matter when you choose to start it it's the action that you're going to back it up with the credibility the accessibility the you know the durability of your mind there is someone that I deeply care for and um, it is my goal it was one of my goals to regain or renew or just build a better relationship with and the way that I've been doing it about it is going all bad all wrong and what I'm doing wrong is, is like I'm not leaving myself open for another opportunity. 
my selfish will does not want to leave open that open opportunity and the fear that they're going to be somewhere else or with someone else the whatever so I would set these things up like okay if I start getting better in shape I start getting my shit together on Monday and from there on out the mo the movement from Monday from there on out for all time I will be a better person I will be the person I can see and I they, and the other person will see me as a better man and that I was worth it all along. that's wrong thinking I want to say this very clearly it never has to start on a plot point it just has to start action comes with serious motivation in yourself the desire the want the hunger you know we go so far and so long without realistically applying the best that we could possibly do and i've been obsessing about this one problem in my life and how much it's taken from me how much less i have accomplished and i reverted back to some really bad habits of my spending my paycheck's almost next and you're gone yeah i paid some bills i paid some of the key bills but what have i saved i even borrowed that's not acceptable that is not my standard these standards i learn from other people people i'm around am i living in my own place right now no i'm not did i say i was going to it's a it's july it's just next year approaching i said i was going to be out by july but i'm not so i've decided in my mind start taking care of the things the first couple of things that i got to do to plot on my calendar is, is fill out my the insurance cards and stuff for my two daughters and fill out the student aid um help letter for my student loans i have not been paying them and i have not been able to pay them because my attitude has been spinning out of control and it's time to be in control 100 of the time of my life and my choices this is not just a bear all thing but I, it's a witness thing it's like if you said Monday was going to happen, well, here it is. Get up, get to it, and whatever it takes, start now and don't look back. Well, that's my motivation Monday. Sorry, you know, I'm sorry if it sounds a little abrupt or whatever, but um, this is my Monday motivation to anyone who's listening and to get to it. And thanks for listening. All right. Have a good one. Hey, everybody. Back again. I'm uh, on my way to Fresno today. And just want to rant. I want to complain. But I can't. Uh, it's just like, you know, one of those moments where it's like, you know, you want. You should be quiet. And you should saying much but um, I guess the, the feeling is just being off you know I I didn't work out Friday Saturday Sunday 
that back maybe a year and a half, two years ago. I went to Santa Barbara for a weekend and I got, took one extra day off, but it's like, you know, uh, I've been off with my ways, you know, like just the financial thing.
and what you'd like to listen to. All comments are appreciated. Thanks for listening today. Hey everybody, how y'all doing? This episode's called Nostalgia. So I've started noticing it all over the place at many different friends' homes that, you know, LPs or records are making a huge comeback, and they always have. They haven't completely gone out of style. You know, a lot of vintage uh, friends of mine, vintage model friends, they still play, instead of playing iPods or whatever, they play the vinyl albums. And I think that's a beautiful thing because I remember going to the record store back in the day, you know, it was just like you'd, you'd pick up records and you'd, you'd hope that the whole album was good because if it sucked and you only listen to one song you like, it's like, it's like, eh, I don't want to play that too much. But, uh, yeah, it was, and simple things like record stores used to be a big deal to me because you could go buy a record for like five bucks or what, yeah, five bucks and if you wanted to buy like a little single it was like maybe two three dollars you know sometimes that's all you had to you know and you'd hear songs over and over and you can remember the lyrics of a lot of the songs you'd listen to and I find that so interesting because as I look back a lot of these songs they just have choruses that repeat over and over and over and when you hear the stars interview about their songs well the reason why I wrote this song was Da, 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 and it's like, well, shit, all you need to really write is like four lines and have them repeat over and over. And supposedly they're supposed to mean something, you know, and when it's really just talking smack, you know, and, you know, things of the past really still hold their value. You know, records is definitely one of those things. I even know some people that still collect eight tracks, which are just tapes basically you know and there's not too many 8 track but people I know some people that still collect that shit you know it was a time you know the cassette right before the cassette player came out and those of you who were old enough to remember cassette players like man you tried to take care of them or take care of your machine you had to clean your machine because if you didn't your whole tape would be ruined if it got caught in the school thing, so um, tapes I could deal without, but records I definitely would keep in. But it also raises, you know, awareness. Like I remember when VHS and Betamax VCRs came out, you know, and I remember I think I remember the very first um, video store I ever went to. I think it was called Home Video in Manteca, and it was on the corner of. Main Street and uh, in Yosemite, a little small shop, and then it, it just it blew up, you know, like it got big, and they moved their location down Main Street towards Louise, and used to walk in there to be all kinds of, you know, just wall-to-wall movies and stuff, and that was before like Blockbuster or Hollywood Video came out. Then I also remember my friend's dad owned the movie theater and then he owned uh, this other video store called West Coast Video. And I'll never forget, her name was Susan 
Fonseca, and I remember her from first grade. I saw her years later, and she didn't recognize me or anything, didn't remember anything. Uh, yeah, so just going back memory lane. You know, things like, <clears throat> I still think that people want to go to video stores. Like, like going to a, you know, I guess the equivalent, like kind of like going to a library. You know, just getting out of the house. I remember it wasn't that long ago. I used to take my my 10-year-old daughter to Blockbuster Video. I used to tell her, you, you know, the movies used to be, her movies to be 99 cents. I said, okay, you got $3. You get to pick what you want. And she would pick all her three, and then she'd want her candy or whatever. And, you know, I would sit and watch her whatever Barbie movie, Alvin and the Chipmunks, or... Little Mermaid or whatever, whatever movie she wanted to watch, you know, I, I was a movie watching person before I really got into serious reading and just remember that it would be the equivalent of like me going to the record store, you know, and, and now those are gone and the closest thing we have to it now is Redbox because most everything is streamed. Like, Redbox is like $1.50 to rent a movie. If you stream, it's like 5 bucks. So it's like, what a fucking ripoff, you know? Um, I'm not complaining, but I'm just saying it's it's real. It's, it's obscene about how much they charge you to stream. Because the movie owners, they, they don't have to make product. They don't have to buy, make a machine, or make a disc, or make a tape. So you would think that it would be cheaper to stream, but it's not. It's actually more expensive. So DVD is still the way to go for now. And we don't know how much longer DVD has a life, or Blu-ray for that matter, or HDX for some people. And uh, yeah, it just, it's, it's that one of those things that you're just like, wow, really? I think it's like some power is trying to control mankind, at least here in the United States, to where we're not social with each other. I mean, we got all our devices, watches, cell phones, laptops, you know, iPads, smart screens, TVs, smart TVs, you know. It, like this is stuff is supposed to keep us together, but I think it really keeps us further apart. Because like going to those record stores, movies, movie stores, whatever, it was a chance for you to get out and go and look. And even though you know you're gonna spend like a dollar to three dollars on renting a movie, still like that bonding time of the family, like oh, what are we gonna pick together? Because mom and dad didn't really have a whole lot of money to go and blow on ten movies. But I remember when I was a kid, my mom would say, okay, we got 10 bucks, so we gotta make it work. So she used to say that each of us, either we could share a movie together and like buy the 16 ounce bottle of Cokes, you know, the six pack of Coca-Cola and, and popcorn, like that we'd pop in a popcorn popping machine. That's another piece of nostalgia. And that would be our movie night, you know, because we, back then, I remember as a kid, I couldn't, we couldn't afford to go all the movies all the time. I mean, I love going to the movies. I really did love going to a theater. Now, half the time, like, 
last night I went to go see uh, Incredibles 2 and I fell asleep the first 20 minutes. I, I don't go to the movies as much because, I don't know, I work so much, I get tired and I'm just like out like a light bulb, you know? Not even a second thought. And then my daughter would wake me up like, hey dad, are you okay? I'm like, oh, I was sleeping, sorry. But I spent just on movie tickets alone because I to select a seat, I spent $38 to go see The Incredibles 2 and, um, and to pick our specific seats. Now, they weren't fully reclinable, but they were, they were a little more comfortable than the regular seats, but still, to go spend 10 bucks on a movie for a kid and then 12 bucks for an adult, you know, that's just regular price. And then you put IMAX, then it's 18 to 22 dollars for the adult and 12 dollars for the child so you know what a ripoff basically but anyhow like going to the movies is not as amazing as it used to be and before they go out of completely out I would like to take my kids to a drive-in theater I've got to find one here in Northern California I know there's one in Sacramento and I know there's one in San Jose, so one of these nights I'd like to take my kids before they're gone to a drive-in theater. Back in the day I remember when you went to a drive-in theater, if you didn't have a truck or a van, we used to bring the lawn chairs, you know the lay-on ones, you get your sleeping bag, your bucket of popcorn that you'd bring or pop it at your house because Buying the movie theater kind was just way too expensive. So you'd have your bag of popcorn, you'd have your soda with you or, or candy, and you'd sit under the, the night sky. Now you had to be careful because the car is driving by, but you know, um, yeah, I just, I remember that, that drive-in theaters used to be so common as a kid. The early 80s, late 70s, I remember in Stockton, they had like, I think like three different drive-in theater places to go to. They had where, where Costco sits now, they had like a fourplex and that was like awesome. It was like, you know, they had a playground in the middle of it all where kids could go play for a while while waiting for a movie and a big like concession area. And if you didn't like the movie you were watching, you could go watch another one and you'd, you know, just plant yourself and you'd hear the speakers yeah the hangable speakers on your on your car and then uh, well they gave they, they went out because Costco had to go in so did, I remember there used to be a golf land there oh yeah I can't forget that golf land you know they had like two water slides and miniature golf in an arcade oh that's another nostalgia piece for me it's like kids have it so easy, you know, playing PlayStation and Xbox or, or Wii or whatever. They they don't know what it's like to go spend quarters on an arcade. Like, it was like a craft. Like, I think the adults my age who play video games, they really get serious because they have that mindset of, like, you know, complete the puzzle. You know, complete the whatever. So... You know, it 
it's just simple things like that. You know, as a kid, like you wanted to go have fun, go to an arcade with your friends. You know, you or I remember, I remember like my mom, she'd allow us to bring like one friend. We had a beat up Chevy Nova. I think it was like a 72 or 74 Chevy Nova. And we'd all pile in. imagination is 
grab a paintbrush and start painting something, they're going to be like, yeah, all right, I can do that on my iPad. And something that was supposed to be so easy to clean up, now it's just like, man, what a deterrent. No, I don't want my kid to have that stuff. Um, so, anyhow, but it's the, you know, those things of old that we just, I don't know, we appreciate later when they're gone. And that's the real deal is like, you know, the simple things of music, remembering lyrics, records, video stores. So, like the young generation, they think it's all so cool, and I'm like, oh, it fascinates me that they think it's so cool to correct, to gather records. You know, when they have their iPods, they can create playlists, skip all the bad stuff they don't like. Where my generation was like, you didn't skip shit, you, you listened to all of it. So anyway, well, that's my episode for today. What do you all think? What what do you miss from the '70s and '80s or beyond that were mechanical? Yeah. Well, thanks a lot, everyone.